So, Birdo, even though some of our listeners don't like it when we do this, I thought we would just talk about movies. What do you say? Uh, what the, who doesn't like it? I love it. Let's yeah. do it. This is the Psychology in Seattle podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kirk Honda. I am a therapist and a professor. Birdo, who are you? My name is Berto Castaneda, and I speak like this the whole time. Uh, what the kind reason- of accent was that, by the way? Oh, uh, jeez. That's probably know. an offensive thing for me to do. Yeah. By the way, who doesn't like movie talk? That's just ridiculous. Well, some people listen to this podcast because they want to hear psychology. I don't know why they want to hear psychology, but... It's psychobabble about it. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I want to talk about movies because in a little bit, you and I are going to go see Doctor Strange. Mm, yes, indeed. I'm looking forward to this because the previews look great. Yeah. Cumberbatch is in it. It's like Inception meets Marvel. Yeah. Well, I hadn't <laughs> thought about that. It got something like 90 plus percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It did? I think Ooh, so. Ooh, I'm extra excited now. But I wanted to talk about this BBC Culture article that came out a while ago of the 100 greatest films of the 21st century. Wow. Of the past 16 years. Damn it. I have a feeling I haven't seen a lot of them. You probably have. <clears throat> Number one is Mulholland Drive. Ooh, no way. Yeah. Number one? Yeah. Holy crap. That's That's, awesome. That's pretty crazy, right? Because you wouldn't think... Wait, BBC did this? Wow. Yeah. You wouldn't think that anyone would like that movie. I love that movie. That's, you know, one of my favorite David Lynch movies. I absolutely love that movie. Yeah. But I'm also surprised. I know. Uh, Number two is In the Mood for Love. It appears to be a Korean movie or something. Number three, There Will Be Blood, Paul Thomas Anderson. Great movie. Yeah. Number four, Spirited Away. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I, I love that movie. And Spirited Away totally deserves that because... Oh, yeah. That's a fantastic movie. Yeah. It's got all the elements oh, of Oh, no. It's making me hungry. <laughs> oh, I want that food. But then you turn into it's, a pig. It's okay. It's okay. I'll take it. Okay. Didn't that look delicious? It, oh, it, Well, it, he also has this way, Miyazaki, of making things look gross as well. He has a really good eye for making things look, <laughs> look really gross. Um, number five is one of your favorite movies from the past couple of years. Uh, it involves it's it? a Link Link later movie. Oh, the about boy this boy boyhood boyhood yeah. Number five, nice. That's a surprise. It's surprising, but yeah. I mean, would you put that number five top? Not, not in my but top one hundred movies. No, but it would be in the top 100, but I wouldn't put it at five, no. I'd yeah. put it more like in the 20s, maybe. Number six is possibly my favorite movie of all time. Oh, uh, Brazil. Uh, well, this is two, in the, uh, po- oh, my yeah, favorite yeah, movie sorry, within sorry, the sorry. past 16 years. Sorry, uh, 16 years? My favorite movie is Clockwork Orange. Clockwork no, number Orange. two is Brazil. Brazil. It used to be Brazil. Yeah. Okay. But, but within the last 16 years, 16 years. my most favorite favoritest movie but isn't that the one you talked about the other day the uh the cop one or no, something no that that's up there but not that okay. one anyway it's eternal sunshine spot <gasps> whoa that's a good one michael gondry good choice great movie number seven i have a huge freaking problem with Uh-oh. the tree of life oh, by, i haven't seen that by terrence malick i have not seen that uh, i mean i understand that you could look at it and say that it's an interesting movie mm-hmm. and that it's artistic. Okay. But it's not a good movie. It's okay. not, it's not watchable. Hmm. I mean, like the Revenant. Who's in that, by the way? Uh, Brad Pitt. Oh, that one. I didn't see it, 
But is that the one where he ages? Like, oh no, that was the no. Benjamin Button. <laughs> yeah. No, no, but there was, okay. No, I don't know. This one. There's a ball in the preview. There's some sort of like a ball. Well, it's, it's, <laughs> it's these seemingly non-scripted little vignettes between okay. Brad Pitt and his, and his children. I think he has two sons. And it's in the 60s, I think. Is there a ball in one of them? Um, well, there's a lot of imagery, and, and it would, and then there, it, it, it like abruptly transitions into these scenes of like space, Ooh. like long streams of like galaxies and, and then voiceover. Well, maybe I'll like this. Um, I watch it. It's long. I, tr- I couldn't actually get through it. Oh, okay. and, and I like artistic movies, and I even like some boring movies. Uh, but and I like Terrence Malick, but I just feel like he's getting worse and worse. What else time. has Terrence done? He did a Thin Red Line. Oh yeah, that which was, is a great good, movie. Yeah. But he also made one about uh, Colum, not Columbus, but um, Pocahontas oh. uh, and John Smith, like early America between okay. like the English and any, and that one I think started out okay and then got like kind of strange. But anyway, um. Number nine, a separation. Number eight, yee yee. I haven't seen these. Number ten, uh, arguably the best uh, Joel and Ethan Cohen movie. Oh, oh, brother. No, but uh, but yeah, a lot. Oh, of people. don't say Fargo. Nope. Oh, good. Um, okay. Oh, is it No Country? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I like No Country. Yeah. Number eleven is quite possibly the most Midland Cohen movie. Uh, with it recently it was 2013 what do you mean Midland it's like I get it that people like it but when I watched it I forgot it it. which one Inside Lou and and Davis I didn't see that it's about a a guy who's kind of like um, uh, God what's his name (laughs) what's wrong with me um Asperger's? No. <laughs> Musician? Yeah. Uh, Guitarist? Uh, 60s. Jimi Hendrix? Uh, folk? Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan. What, what's wrong with me? Yeah. <laughs> 20 so questions. It's, it's sort of about a guy that's sort of like okay. about Bob Dylan and like he travels around the country going to these different clubs. And, okay. And it's, it's, it's just, I mean, it's okay. It's interesting for sure. Okay. But, but number 11 on the wow. top 100 movies since yeah. tw- 2000? I don't think so. Number 12, perhaps my favorite David Fincher movie. Oh. What movie do you think? Fight Club? No. Fincher made Fight Club? Oh, am I wrong? Didn't Fincher make Fight Club? Did he Did he direct that? Yeah. Oh, okay. Zodiac. Oh, yeah. That's good. With uh, Jake Gyllenhaal. I love that movie. That's a good movie. It's a very uh, unknown movie. No, I wouldn't have put it so high, but I still love it. I think it's great. I don't know if I'd put it number 12. Yeah. Number 13... Uh, Alfonso. Oh, and sorry, Fight Club was before 2000, right? Oh, wasn't it? Was it? It was in the late 90s, I think. Alfonso Cuarón. 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 Children uh, of Men. Oh, yes, good one. Great movie. The Act of Killing, which is, I think, that documentary. Oh, right, yeah. I which, didn't see it, but which, it won an Oscar, didn't it? I think so. I I watched it, and it is so long mm. <laughs> that. I think it could have been reduced to like 30 minutes. <laughs> um, and uh, that's a problem with a lot of these movies. I feel like they just go way too long. Like this episode. <laughs> um, 
Some movie called Four Months, Three Weeks, and Two Days, which I haven't seen. Some movie called Holy Motors, which I, Pan's Labyrinth. Guillermo you know, del Toro. I haven't seen that. Oh my god, you have to see it. It's really good. Okay, it's it's really good. Yeah, uh, the White Ribbon, which I haven't seen. Okay, here's a surprise. Number nineteen. I think this is because it probably this list was made recently, but Mad Max Fury Road is number. Oh my god! Oh, I know two people. What's the opposite of spinning in their graves? What's dancing on top of my grave? That's what they're doing right now. Listen, I love Mad Max. Yeah. I had a great time. But this is, this, come on. Well, I'm one of those people who was arguing with you saying that it's one of the, it's one of the best action movies ever made. I think. I, I didn't think it wasn't one of the best action movies ever made. I would say that's probably fair. Yeah. But and, I, I still and, wouldn't and, put it number 19. Well, here, here's why I would justify putting it at least on this list. I, don't, I, don't, I would put it on this list. Fine. I, I, I wouldn't would. put it, I wouldn't put it 19, but like it's above wall E for instance. Yeah, yeah. Um, because action movies today are so convoluted and so confusing and so uh, like annoyingly dark, you know, the James Bond movies, the Bourne movies, the just any, just think of any action movie, uh-huh. even like Harry Potter to some extent. It's like, I'm so, or the Fast and Furious movies, I, I'm just like, okay, what's happening? Okay, but where's The Revenant? Why are they putting it ahead of The Revenant? Is The Revenant not an action movie enough? Uh, I don't understand. I don't see it, actually. Fine. Look, I like it. It's but, fine. But, but Mad Max Fury Road is this super simple story. Yeah, tell me about it. You understand exactly what is happening. It's impossible not to. A- and there's not a lot of dialogue. It's all based on facial expression, acting, and and you know visceral action like grunts yeah and 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 i really like that you know it's a it's a it's it's almost like action boiled down to its most purest at, like artistic expression and that's why i love that movie uh i i've i i've since watched it a couple more times and it still delivers there are scenes where uh, i'm just blown away at the stunts yeah. And the, the no, way it, it really feels, like it, yeah. it feels dangerous to me. Yeah. When I watch movies like The Accountant that we saw, it doesn't feel dangerous to me. I'm not worried about anybody. The Accountant, he's going to kill everybody. Or, you know, Iron Man, for instance. I know everyone's going to live. I don't, there's no, I don't get worried. When I watch Mad Max Fury Road, there, I get uncomfortable, you know, because yeah. I'm worried that one of those spiky things on the car is going to like yeah, yeah, yeah. actually give me, you know, a disease. What's the, like tetanus. I, tetanus. I, feel, I feel like I'm going to get tetanus just watching. Uh, <laughs> Number 20 is a, the, a Charlie Coffin movie, which I hate. <gasps> I love this. Is, is it, let me, let me guess, let me guess. Synecdoche, New York. Yeah. I love Synecdoche. Number 21, another movie we saw together, uh, Wes Anderson. Oh, uh, Rushmore? Nope. Okay, so they're good. They're well, doing, that's uh, two. That's probably night nineteen. No, that was two thousands. No, 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 no. Because okay. Bottle Rocket was definitely nineteen. No, no, Bottle Rocket was in the nineties, and yeah. Rushmore was the second movie. Ah, uh, fine. Okay, so it's not Royal Tenenbaums either. No. Okay, so that's the Sri Lanka. The sorry, the uh, train one, Darjeeling. No, that's no. people. Oh no, no, no! The the Boy Scout one. No. What? Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, Grand Budapest. Okay. Everyone loves that one. Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. Good. Um, number 22, 
Sofia Coppola, her her most beloved movie. Oh, the with Bill the, Murray. Sleepless, no, Lost in Translation. Yeah, I was going to say Sleepless in Translation. Some movie called Cachet. Uh, another Paul Thomas Anderson movie that we saw together, and I think you fell asleep during. Uh what? Has um what? Uh, what's his face? It's about Scientology. Oh yeah, yeah, The Master. Yeah, I like that. But you're right. I did. I did know not offer a little bit, but it was still good. Yeah, yeah. I I I think that movie definitely deserves to be that when i saw it the first time the master i was i was i didn't know what i was watching right it's kind of hard to process because i'm like where's this going but then when i actually subsequently watched documentaries on scientology and learned more about it and then i watched the master again yeah i was like whoa because i didn't know much about scientology when i watched see i i I did because of a friend that used to be in scientology and he's told me tons and tons about it yeah but i i yeah i I thought it was really great the only reason i nodded off by the way wasn't because i wasn't enjoying it i was really sleepy that day for some reason and it's a slow slow yeah movie number 25 my favorite christopher nolan movie inception no oh Oh, well, mem- uh, Memento. Memento. Yeah. yeah. Duh. That, that yeah. came out in 2000. Yeah. I didn't think it was... I thought it was like 99, but you're right. Uh, 26 is a Spike Lee movie with Edward Norton. Do you know that movie? I just actually rewatched this movie. It's called The 25th Hour. Oh, yeah. I know what you're talking about. And I don't think this deserves to be on the list. Isn't he coming out of prison or something? He's going into prison. He's going into prison, yeah. And there's like flashbacks and stuff. I remember that. And... It, it's all right. It, it starts out okay, but then toward the end, it gets like really cheesy. Yeah. Like the like the writing and the the dialogue, it just gets really cheesy. Yeah. Number twenty seven, another Fincher movie, maybe his most pop or his breakout film. Maybe I don't know. The Social Network. What? Okay. Now I never understood the love of this movie. Like I saw it in the theater and yeah. I said, "Oh, okay, you know." I definitely enjoyed it. Facebook, whatever. Definitely enjoyed. It. I wouldn't put it this high on the list. But I watched it again and I was like, "Why is this so entertaining?" You know, I, I don't understand why that movie is just so. Inter- it's kind of bizarre yeah. because it's just a recreation with a little bit of you know flourish, uh, flourishes on it. But I don't think people knew the story, you know, and like, and and it doesn't even matter about the story. It's right. like people like watching. Dr. House, Sherlock Holmes, all these like uh, intransigent geniuses yeah. that in the end are right no matter how rude they were. And, uh, you know, like the ends justify the means kind yeah. of thing. 28, some movie called Talk to Her. 29, Wally. This is our first Pixar on here, which is pretty crazy. Wally is great. I wouldn't say that's the best, well, but it is great. Cr- critics love it because it has that first half an hour with no dialogue. Yeah, and all it has is Wally walking around. But I, but I, for me, Inside Out is like on a on a new level too. So totally, yeah, Inside yeah. Out. Well, you know, Toy Story. Uh, the Toy inc- Story is nineties though. That's the inc- the, oh, yeah. the Incredibles was that? That's not nineties. Um, I, I, I look. I loved Wally. Uh, there were some detractors. I loved it. I oh, just yeah. I feel like I would have put a couple others at first, but that's fine. Thirty is old boy, which I haven't seen the cr- the Korean be, version. Oh, I've seen I've seen I've seen the uh, Korean, version. but not the no. I haven't seen the American. Oh. Is it good? Yeah, it's it's good. I I think I guess I would put it on. No, I definitely put it on this list. It's a little high, but thirty one Margaret, which I haven't seen. Thirty two, the lives of others, which I haven't seen. Number thirty three, another Nolan movie. Uh, which one do you think? Inception. 
The Dark Knight. Why before Inception, really? Yeah. I know, Inception is so good. Uh, 34, Son of Saul, <clears throat> which I don't think I saw. No. 35, one of my favorite movies of all time, Ang Lee, the <gasps> year 2000. Is this Crouching? Crouching Tiger. Yeah! yeah. Did you see the uh, sequel on Netflix? <laughs> no. It's was ter- it no, it's, ter- oh, okay. it's terrible. It's terrible. <laughs> Crouching Tiger is a work of art. I know. I, when I saw that oh, in the theater, man. I wasn't accustomed to, you know, wire work. The magical. Yeah. I, and when yeah. they started, you know, flying, mm-hmm. me and everyone else in the audience started laughing. Oh, Americans, you know, it's like, ah, they're flying like what? But when I watched it, but there were parts of it that were just mind blowing to me. Yeah. Um, Chalian fat. So good. Lee Mubai. Oh my God. So good. Yeah. Epic too. It's like an epic movie. Yeah. yeah. And when I watched it, you know, two, three, four, you know, through 50 more times, I just, I just <laughs> love, there's certain, Ang Lee is so good at, putting emotions in people. Yeah. You know? Like I think, aren't you and I some of the only people that like the Hulk? Yeah. I love the Hulk. Yeah. Or just Hulk. Hulk. Is that what it was called? Hulk. Yeah. The Ang Lee Hulk. Yeah. Yeah. I really like that one because of the emotion of it. You well, know? to me, it was the closest to the original show hmm. in the pacing. Right. Um, and like you said, in the, in the psychological content of it. And, right. Yeah. But I feel like people didn't like it because they didn't have like smashy, smashy. It was slow. Yeah. Uh, 36, Timbuktu, which I haven't seen. Number seven, Uncle Boon May, who can recall his past lives. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> seen that. Uh, 38, one of, uh, a great movie about Brazil. Is it called Brazil? No. No, I know the, uh, the kids one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The God's, uh, City of God. City of God. Such a good That's movie. That's an, ep- oh, it's, oh my God. That's a hard movie to stomach. Oh my God. 39 is Ter- Terrence Malick, uh, The New World, which is that, movie i told you about oh it was after thin red line i think right uh i can't believe i mean why isn't thin red line how is the new world on here no thin red line is 90s oh okay yeah 40 is is broke back mountain which which, i've still never seen it's it's good i mean uh i it's it's got tons of emotion and i can't quit you yeah it's the only line i know (laughs) yeah it's a, it, again, Ang Lee is just a masterful uh, filmmaker. Uh, no, 41, Inside Out. Oh, okay. So Pretty good. We got it in there. Okay. 42, Amour, uh, which I don't think I've seen. 43, Melancholia, which I don't think I've seen. 44, 12 Years a Slave. Which I still have never seen. Am I Steve, a bad person? Steve McQueen. That's supposed to be great, right? Yeah, it's a good one. 45, Blue is the Warmest Color, which I've heard of but not seen. Then Certified Copy, Leviathan, Brooklyn. Oh, Brooklyn. 48 Brooklyn. Did you see Brooklyn? No. Uh, good. It's a great movie. A couple years ago. Uh, What's the cop one you mentioned the other day? Oh, I can't remember. With uh, uh, Colin Farrell. Yeah, I'll have to look that okay. up. But before we do that, let's take a break. What do you say? Let's do it. All right, we're back. If you haven't already become a patron of the podcast, please become a patron of the podcast by going to patreon.com. And when you do that... You get access to all of our premium episodes in which we don't talk about movies. Do it. Also, if you want, you can become a member of the Facebook fan group on Facebook. So we have two pages. We have the regular page, which I run, but 
uh, fans can't really interact as well as they can on the fan page. So you That's can right. join the uh, Psychology in Seattle fan. You can page. sling mud at us so easily on the yeah. fan. In page. fact, I, I'm thinking about not even looking at that page so you <laughs> can just like have your own space <laughs> and like bitch about us. Number 49 is Goodbye to Language, which I haven't seen. Number 50 is The Assassin, which I haven't seen. 51, Christopher Nolan. Inception. Inception. We got Tropical Malady, which I haven't seen. Moulin Rouge is up there. Wait a minute. What year did that come out? 2001. That's a mind trip. I thought that was 90s. Once Upon a Time in Anatolia, I haven't seen. Ida, I haven't seen. Werkmeister Harmonies, I haven't seen. Zero Dark Thirty, Catherine Bigelow. Uh, yeah. Zero what? Dark Thirty. Yeah. I mean, I liked it. I I appreciated the, the tone and the style. It was certainly a... I, I wanted to hear see the story. That was great, you yeah. know? But like top 100 movies, some movie called Mulade... Okay, David Cronenberg, 2005, maybe his last good movie, 59. Do you know what movie? What am I forgetting? Has Ar- Aragorn here? in it. Uh, oh, I don't think I said Revolution or... Uh, History of Violence. Oh, History of Violence. Yeah, I didn't see that one. You haven't seen that? No. Oh, you should see it. It's okay. a classic gangster movie. No, I remember, I remember hearing great things about it. Yeah. yeah. It has this, this like famous scene okay. where Viggo Mortensen... Uh, you know, apparent. So it's about Russian mobs. Okay, and apparent Russian. Yeah, pretty sure. And apparently, they do a lot of talking in in steam baths and saunas. Okay, and there's this one fight between Viggo Mortensen and this thug. Mm-hmm. They're naked. Oh, it's like uh, Red Sonia. Remember the beginning of Red Sonia? I don't think Arnold it's... Arnold is naked in the snow fighting. <laughs> yeah, okay. but they're on the tile. And they're, you know, it's visceral, this fight. Uh, it's not like a, like a born identity, ridiculous, right. like super kung fu fight. It's like a, it's like a People's brawl. People's heads slammed against the tile. With, with, with knives and like slapping of elbows on <laughs> tile and, and writhing around and tattoos. And it's. Sounds it, sexy. <laughs> a, a syndromes and a century. I haven't seen. Now, I have a question though. Like, did he use uh, the sword or did he not? Well, it's broken, so... <laughs> 61, great movie, which you probably haven't seen, Jonathan Glazer, Under the Skin. Have you seen this movie? Mm, that sounds familiar. I haven't seen it, It's though. about a alien played by Charlotte Johansson. Oh, no, that's the one I did. I saw the other, the stupid Scarlett Johansson movie. Yeah, what was that one? Um, the Limitless, not Limitless, but like yeah, that. The, it was The Brain, Lucy. Lucy. And but you know I got so confused when Lucy came out because I think both of those movies came out around the same time. Yeah, and I wanted to see the other one. <laughs> uh. Yeah, you should see the other one. It's it's a science fiction. It's a it's a very unique science fiction. Yeah, I premise. definitely wanted to see. And uh, Stranger Things actually stole a little bit from this movie. Okay, okay. It's it's pretty dark and a little slow but intense. Okay. Um, Sixty two, our first uh, Quentin Tarantino movie. Which which one do you think is on here? Django. Nope. Oh, uh, it's actually one that I would not think would wait, be. Wait, what on the here. heck did he do? Oh, Kill Bill. Nope. No. Wait, what? Inglorious Bastards. Oh, right, that did come out. Okay. But I wouldn't put that as Quentin Tarantino's best movie. 
I mean, I'm a few, I'm a, I'm a, one of the only fans of Jackie Brown, but I would put, Oh wait, that's, we're talking nineties. So we're, so we're talking after 2000. Yeah. Maybe Inglorious Bastards was his best one. I don't know. Mm, I would say, I mean, I really liked it, but no, Django. I, was, I would like Django better. Uh, Django was great. Yeah. Django was really okay. Good. But okay. So it's what it is. I did enjoy Inglorious though. 63, the Turnhouse. I haven't seen the great beauty fish tank. Oh, by the way, I, I could see why they would put in Glorious, though, because it's got two of the best scenes ever. One of them is that first interview yeah. with the German dude. Oh, he's so great, right? Yeah. And then the other scene is in the bar, the tension in the bar, yeah. where he figures out the three-finger thing. Yeah. Oh, my God. That yeah. was awesome. 67, The Hurt Locker. This list really oh, right. Catherine that, Bigelow. Yeah, but that was a that was a good... That was better. Why That should have been higher than the other one. 68, The Royal Tannenbaums. Now, that is ridiculous. That should have been so much higher. 69, Carol, which... Have I seen that? Stories We Tell, Taboo, Only Lovers Left Alive. Another Richard Linkletter, 73, Before Sunset. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, I love these movies. Yeah, I, I can great. see why people hate these movies, but I, I really no, like... I like them. I really like all of them. Here's a surprise. 74, Spring Breakers. Have you seen this movie? What? It's Wait, a, is that what I think it is? It's the, it's um, it's those three girls who yeah, yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about go I, on like a crime spree. I did not see that movie because I didn't think it would be good. It's not good. Okay. I mean, it has some interesting scenes, but yeah. Okay. Seventy five Paul Thomas Anderson movie, uh, perhaps my least favorite movie he's ever made. Recent movie. Recent. Yeah. Inherent Vice. Oh, I didn't see that. Critics love this movie, and I don't get it. Okay. I, I, I challenge you to watch Inherent Vice and enjoy this movie. Okay, okay I'll try it. <laughs> it apparently, it's, it's based on a novel, and okay. it holds true to the novel in that it doesn't make any logical sense. Okay. It's basically about this drugged-out private investigator in the 70s, I think, in this small town, and I, I who's, was... Who's the actor? Anyone famous? Um, well, a guy he, he frequently uses... Um, Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, I love Joaquin though. Yeah, I mean okay. it's it's acted well. It has interesting style. That speaking of which, where is that? What? Um, his his uh, pseudo reality. Oh, that movie. Yeah. Uh, seventy six Dogville, which I don't remember. The Diving Bell and the Butterfly. That's Se- good. Seventy eight. Martin Scorsese hated this movie. You, I think you know which one I'm talking about. The Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, you didn't like The Wolf of Wall Street? No. It was way too long. Their, the whole premise was ridiculous. I mean, they glorified this guy when it's like, what? And it glorifies drugs, which I'm not saying drugs are bad, but I'm just saying it It was like a teenager's version of what doing drugs is like. Like, ha, 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 we're doing barbiturates. This is so funny. And I'm like... It, did a 13-year-old write this script? Like, well, maybe it's because I read the book first, but I really like this movie. I think there were redeeming moments, like in the beginning in particular, when they're, you know, he's building the business and he's... But when it became like this orgy of drugs and sex and, and stuff, it just, I don't know, it just did And the, it was way too long. I mean, you have to admit, I think it's like three hours long or something. I could have had another hour. Ugh. <laughs> 79. I didn't realize this was in the 2000s. Cameron Crowe. <gasps> what? Uh, let me think. Almost Famous. Yeah. Yeah. 
The Return, but which I don't know. It's crazy. Think I, I thought that was 90s. Steve McQueen, one of my favorite movies by him, called Shame with my man Michael oh, Fassbender. Oh, yeah, yeah. Such a great movie. That is great. I can't believe how low it is on the list. Yeah. Well, how, I'm, a, how, I'm surprised uh, it's included because it wasn't really on anyone's radar. No, but, but that should have been higher on the list. One of the only Cohen movies I haven't seen, but it's definitely in my Netflix queue, is A Serious Man. Have you seen that one? No, no. I didn't realize, honestly, how many Cohen movies I haven't seen. There's a crazy. lot. They, they make a lot. They make movies almost every year, it That's seems. That's crazy. 83 AI, Artificial Intelligence by Steven Spielberg. What do you think about that? Oh, man. I can't. Like, look, you know, honestly, about 70% of the, No, 60% of that movie I really liked. Yeah. But there was a good 30 or 40% that was a mess, you know? Yeah. 84, Spike Jones, Her. <gasps> that should have been higher. Yeah. Great movie. A Prophet, which I haven't seen, Far From Heaven. And I forgot this was in the 2000s. French movie, Amelie. Oh, that should have been much. Oh, that was one of my favorite movies. Honestly, that movie, especially oh. for its time in 2001, that movie should be like top 10. That was like playing Zelda. You know, because like she had all the little, like, you know, when you play Zelda, you go to the lady and she's like, well, I'll help you if you can get me a vase that could hold my flowers. <laughs> and then you go and then you have to do quest after quest. after. Oh, man. Uh, 88, Spotlight. Which uh, uh, I still haven't seen. Which is which is good, but I, I it won Best Picture, didn't it? And so uh, they haven't put Birdman at all. They haven't put um, uh, what's yeah. the like the, all the recent Oscar winners? Where yeah. are those? I don't know. Yeah, Birdman should be on Revenant. There. What the hell? Revenant should be way higher. Yeah, it's I not, mean, it hasn't even come up. It's not even on here. Uh, Eighty nine, a headless woman, which I haven't seen. Ninety, the pianist by Roman Polanski. Do you remember this movie? I hope this is the good one. This is not the piano, right? This is the pianist. The pianist. Yeah, with uh, the guy with the big nose. Uh, Brody. Yeah, Brody. I liked this movie. Yeah, it was good. It was really good. Yeah. The Secret in Their Eyes. It was just there was a terrible movie called The Piano or something like that. With That wasn't terrible. Oh, man. With uh, Holly Hunter and... Yeah, well, maybe, I'm, maybe I was too young to enjoy it or something. 92 is a, a surprise to me that it's on this list, but I think I've told you before... It, I, I love, love this movie called The Assassination of Jesse James oh, by, you told me about this. by the coward Robert Ford. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love this movie. It's not very well known. It has a lot of stars in it, Brad Pitt being one. And no one I, talked about this movie, but it's so good. Halfway through the movie, I thought this movie was shit. And then the second half of the movie, I fell in love with this movie. And then the first half made sense to me. Uh. Such a good movie. 93... Uh, another Pixar movie about a little animal that makes food in a kitchen. <laughs> uh, oh, Ratatouille! Yeah. Oh man, such a great movie. I don't. I mean, really, you could put all the all, all the, the Pixar. Pixar movies, yeah. yeah. Ninety four. Let the right one in. Have you seen this one? Yeah. Yeah. I I thought it was okay. Uh, this is probably the only wait, wait, horror wait. Is movie. Is that the original one or that's the U.S. one? Yeah, Thomas Alfredson, 2008. That's probably the, the Swedish version. Okay, right? okay, okay. Um, oh, yeah, because the other one's called... I forget. I, I, I haven't seen the U.S. version. But. Yeah, I, I liked it. Um, and for a horror movie, it's definitely super cool, you yeah, know? Yeah. 95, Wes Anderson, Moonrise Kingdom. <gasps> that should have been higher, too. One I love favorite, that one. One of my favorite I really movies. love that one. 96, Finding Nemo, which 
I, you know, that's a good movie. It's, it's a o- good movie, man. It's, it's okay. It's one of the, their biggest grossing. It's a good movie. Yeah. 97 white material. Don't know that one. Not 98, 10. Don't know that one. The cleaners and I, Carlos, Number 100, Requiem for a Dream. Oh, this is a scam, man. There's no way that should be 100. <laughs> That's a great movie. Yeah. Like, here's my problem. Uh, granted, I will fully admit there's a lot of movies on this list, especially foreign ones that I haven't seen, and that's my own to my own detriment. But my list would have this clump of all of Wes Anderson stuff, all of like all these directors that we love. All these guys would be like near the front. And American Psycho. Why is it? Where's American Psycho? Okay, so I'm going to go to. I rate every movie I see, right? So I, I'm just going to tell you, of you know, it's on IMDb. It's from one to ten. Okay. So I'm going to give you the movies in the since 2000 that I rated a nine or a ten. Okay. Uh, so, The Little Match Girl, which is a short that I think Pixar made, great movie. Uh, 96, The Aristocrats. Uh, the documentary. Nice. I gave that a 10. That's great. Oh, the movie you, we were trying to think of, year 2000, The Yards. The Yards. With Marky Mark, Joaquin Phoenix, okay, okay. Charlize Theron. Uh, da, 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 let's see, 2005, Me and You and Everyone We Know. This movie is by Miranda July, and it is a quirky movie, but just, I don't know why I love this movie. It's so good, though. <laughs> There's this part... I tried watching it. I Oh, you did? I did. Yeah, it's quirky, but... I didn't quite... It, it didn't work for me, unfortunately. Another movie which you might be surprised by is Stranger Than Fiction, 2006, with, Wait. with Will Ferrell. Stranger Than Fiction. Oh, I love Stranger... That's where he's written. Yeah. Oh, I love that movie. That's yeah. one of my favorites. Yeah. It has this... I love movies that have like an existential of course. twist to it. No, you know? that movie... Doesn't, isn't that the one with Dust, Dustin Hoffman? No, no, that's not... That's uh, No, that's the other one. Uh, I Heart Huckabees. Which I also love. But, yeah, me too. Um, yeah. Uh, but similar premise. Yeah, no, I love that movie. 2002, movie by Roger Avery, The Rules of Attraction. I, another... I mean, so another Brad Easton Ellis. It's, yeah. it's, my, it's my second favorite book by him. Yeah. Yeah. It's so great. Uh, 2008, uh, movie I I gave 10 out of 10, Appaloosa. Never saw that. Directed by Ed Harris. Wow. It stars Ed Harris and Viggo Mortensen. Hmm. It is one of the best Westerns I've ever seen. It sounds great. Appaloosa. Uh, 2007, a movie by Taika Waititi in uh, New Zealand with uh, Jerome. Jerome, You know the... um, Flight of the Concords guys. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what is it? What's the the taller guy? I don't name? know their names. Anyway, uh, Jermaine, Jermaine, uh, Eagle versus Shark. Oh, I've heard of that. It's, Never saw it. It's though. really good. It's like a Wes Anderson movie. It's it's really quirky, but it's okay. just it's it's perfection. Uh, let's see, 2015 Star Wars: The Force Awakens. I gave ten mm. out of ten. <laughs> ten? Wow. Yeah, that's a little. Yeah, I think I was swept I up. Nine. I think I was swept <laughs> up in the moment. Uh, 2010 Inception. Yeah. Uh, da, da, da. Fight Club was 1999. Okay. The Watch Watchmen was 09. Oh, Watchmen! I gave that ten out of ten. Wait a minute. What year was adaptation? Uh, I don't know. Because that is one of my all-time favorites. Yeah, that's a great one. That should have been in the list. Uh, Prisoners. Prisoners with Hugh Jackman and Jake Gyllenhaal. <gasps> Wait a minute. Did I see that? 
So good. Oh no no no! That's the one with the the kind of killer, and they're trying to figure out who, who who kidnapped or something like that. Right. Yeah, I've not seen it, but I need to watch it. So good. I gave that ten out of ten. Um, I got some TV shows here. 2015 Inside Out, Eternal Sunshine, ten out of ten. Yeah. Uh, oh, ten out of ten. Perks of Being a Wallflower. Oh. With Ezra Miller, who who I hugged at South by Southwest. Nice. Memento, 10 out of 10. City of God, 10 out of 10. Shame, yep. 10 out of 10. Yep. Moonrise Kingdom, 10 out of 10. Uh, Looper, I gave 10 out of 10. <laughs> no, really? I, li- I like Looper a lot. That's, That's surprising really good, to me. I mean, 10 is too high for it. But I guess I really love that movie. It was really good. It was really good. Wow. Oh, here's another great movie. 2012, The Place Beyond the Pines. I think I told Ryan Gosling, yeah, you told me Bradley Cooper, one. Ava Mendes. Such a great movie. Uh, oh, 2002, 10 out of 10, the worst best movie of all time. I think what? you know the, I think you know the French movie. 2002? Irreversible. <gasps> oh, yes. I can't believe that wasn't in the list. That's the worst best movie. That is the worst best, you, you're right. Of all time. Oh, my oh, God. Uh, George Clooney, 2010. Uh, love, love this movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this the up in the air? No. Oh. The American. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait, no, I didn't see that one. He's a, like an agent of some kind. Wait, I did see that. Hardly any dialogue. Oh, it, it feels real to me. <gasps> Syriana. Where was Syriana? You tell me to watch that, and I keep forgetting to watch that movie. Yeah. Uh, year 2000, Crouching Tiger. Oh, 2002, another Paul Thomas Anderson movie. Punch Drunk Love. Punch Drunk Love. I knew that that was 2000s. I was going to bring it up because I talk about an Adam Sandler departure. I know. And just so simple of a story and understandable. And you really, I mean, how do they change Adam Sandler? Why can't he do more roles like that? I know. Why can't Paul Thomas Anderson make more movies like that? (laughs) Uh, 2014. Loved this movie. Selma. Oh, you know, I still haven't seen that. Another movie, 2014, that a lot of people didn't see, The Box Trolls. I saw that. I gave 10 out of 10. No. Oh, Adaptation, 2002, 10 out of 10. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, let's see. (laughs) Oh, another movie I gave 10 out of 10, uh, a comedy with Andy Sandberg. And the other guys. Oh, no, the, the hot skateboarding? Rod. Hot Rod, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, come on. I love that movie. 10? Yeah. Okay. Ooh, movie for 2007, a movie you and I love about a singer in Dublin. Oh, of course, once. And we saw the... Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, here's, here's another movie. Uh, Colin Farrell, Edward Norton, Pride and Glory. That's the other That's one. That's the one I was asking about. So That's there's The, the Yards and Pride and Glory. Pride and Glory. Okay. Similar movies. You got to watch. Okay. The Pride and Glory and The Yards. And the Yards. Another movie from the UK called Submarine 2010. Love that movie. It's about like... Isn't that the a radio one? Uh, the no. one about the radio station? No, it's what about was that? this... About the, I forget. That's I didn't see that one. Okay. Submarine is like... It's about this kid. His parents are getting divorced. It's kind of like a Wes Anderson movie. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, okay, now we're, down to, now we're down to ratings of nine, but we won't get into that. <laughs> but anyway. Uh, yeah. So that's my list of the best movies. Uh, would you add any movies to that? I, I have to look at the years, but I mean, I would certainly put mine, you know, I'm a little selfish here, but American Cycle for me is a 10. Yeah. Um, and I understand why people wouldn't give it a 10. I totally get it. But for me, it's a 10. Um, I, there, there's Wes Anderson movies I would give 10s to. 
uh, Royal Tenenbaums. But for me, actually, like my favorite one is Rushmore still. Like, oh, yeah. And I guess that was, you said 99 or something? Uh, I uh, forget. So maybe that one doesn't count. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, it's kind of hard for me to remember when what came out that I loved. I don't have a great, like, like uh, mental picture of. But um, here's a question: action movies that we might have missed, uh, like, because that's kind of a different category. Like, you have to allow for greatness, even though if it might not be as conceptually great. So, like, Mad Max. Yeah. Didn't you give that a ten? I don't think I did. Okay. Um, well, I wouldn't have either, but you might have because yeah. you're. I think I gave it a nine. Okay. Ish. Um, what about like the Lord or not the, yeah, the Lord of the Rings. When did that come out? Uh, yeah, those are after 2000. Okay. Apparently or, I didn't give that a 10. Yeah. Uh, there were some of the, oh, any Harry Potter one? No, I guess those don't earn 10s. No, that's true. I mean, would you? Uh, no, I wouldn't give it 10s, but uh, they were great. You know, some of them were great. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's so many other great movies uh, that you know like that I gave a nine to. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, but anyway. I feel like there's. I'm definitely betraying a few people. Donnie Darko was nineties or or two thousands. Uh, I don't know. I'd I wouldn't give it a ten, but it was at least a nine. Yeah. Well, if you like this podcast and you like us talking about movies, then you've liked this episode. Yeah. Which, which according to research, because I get sent a survey out to people and asked them mm-hmm. if they liked it when we talked about movies. And not everyone likes it. Not everyone likes it. Yeah. But I like it. I like it too. <laughs> and so every once in a while, we're just going to do this. <gasps> oh, of course. Primer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I I, I understand you can't. I mean, I, that's a hard movie to say like it's a yeah. flawless movie or something. But conceptually, yeah. I give it a 10. Ugh. And then I would I would say fine. Execution wise, yeah. maybe it's an 8. Did you see the second one they made? I did not. Well, if you like the first one, you should. But watch. I, I know it's not like I didn't watch it because I didn't want to. I just I've never gotten around to it. Uh, What's it called? Uh, like blue. It's, didn't you tell me it wasn't good? I didn't like it. Okay, I liked the beginning ish, and then it gets kind of spins out of control, in my opinion. I think Primer is is somewhat of a mess, but it's such a good concept and one of and the, the style, most unique the style yeah and one of, like, absolutely it felt like you're there with them in that right. startup right and it's one of the most unique like uh time travel kind of movies right it didn't rely on any gimmicks yeah but they sh- what they should have done is wrapped up they should have workshopped the ending a little bit more yeah and figured out how to because the beginning it was all very straightforward and you were following them and then it quickly and i mean basically you have to read the internet to understand the ending of that movie you can't just watch that movie and go like oh well, I, yeah. I get it and there's no finite like i i don't know if you like i i read interviews with the the dude himself and there is no finite interpretation of the movie because he himself said that there were some things that he's not quite sure what they meant but they're there Interesting. He said there's definitely a, a there's definitely a timeline you can draw, but that there were some things like uh, remember there were some loose threads like what actually happened why did they and he was saying like part of that is because they lost track of some of their timelines they don't know why that dude was chasing them with the gun they yeah. don't know what actually happened you know like that kind of thing yeah it's probably just them at the end just trying to say that uh, it was all intentional confusion when in reality they just. Because, you know, when you're making a movie, because that was a like a like um, they did, I don't think they had backing. I think they just had right. like local money. Yeah. I I didn't I honestly didn't get the sense from like he was like, oh, it's all in the cards. I, I got more of the sense of like, 
look in the it's in the nature of what we were trying to do is like there's all these confusing timelines and so i can't i can't tell you everything that exactly happened or something like that but well, that's an annoying way to entertain <laughs> the masses. All right. Well, that does it for that episode of Psychology in Seattle. Thanks for joining me out there. And Berto, let's go see Dr. Strange. Let's be strangely enthralled by the doctor.